From the Bob Marley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for October 28th, 2010 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Teresa Eccles, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi. Back in the peanut gallery, Kathy Whirling, Walter Eccles, and Max the Intern. Uh, this week, instead of doing an email or disboards.com show, we decided to do something we haven't done in a while, which is a, uh, a segment we usually do in the main show called Facebook to Facebook. Oh, I thought you were going to say Teresa's going to announce birthdays for the rest of 2010. <laughs> and the weather. I can do that. I got my list. Um, what I do is I post on my Facebook page uh, asking people to submit questions to the, the team, and uh, we read them. Hence, Facebook to Facebook. Easy. I also post it on the Diz page, too, so people are posting questions there. Do you have some there? I do. Okay, good. So we'll just go, kind of go back and forth between our, our pages. So uh, the uh, same, same things apply uh, to this as uh, the email show. If we read your question on the show, you will get a Diz Unplugged t-shirt or a pin and lanyard, and uh, you'll be entered into the monthly drawing for a prize. We have all sorts of fun prizes to give away. I imagine we probably have some that we have to... Next week, I'm going to bring a list. The prize list? Yeah. Okay. The book. So... Any news on the prize, Matron? No. Still out. Well, I mean, I, st- I, I, I have a, 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 a makeshift version of it on my computer now, so um, we can give prizes out. Yay for us. <laughs> so, all right. Let's go ahead and get started. Uh, Amy Lynn Shapiro asks, what impact do you hope the Disboards has on the Disney fan community in the future, and what impact do you fear it could have? Ooh. It's an interesting question. Really? Um, what, what impact do I hope it has? Well, my, my hope for the boards is the same now as it was uh, when I started it, which is basically two things. Number one, that a community of like-minded people would come together and be together, talk, talking about something they're passionate about, which has certainly certainly happened, and that it would uh, provide a voice otherwise unheard to Disney and to any other business doing, uh, doing business in this arena. Uh, I, I think anybody who spent any time on our boards knows that People on the boards are not retiring wallflowers. These are very vocal uh, proponents and opponents, depending on the issue, depending on their experiences. And I think the boards have had a tremendous impact on on Disney and on improving Disney and on letting Disney know directly and vocally without layers of bureaucracy as the filter what people like and what they don't. And that uh, was something I had... I'm not going to say when I started the boards, I had hoped that was going to be the case. But as the boards grew and it became obvious that this was something popular, I, my hope was that it would, uh, uh, it, would, it, would, it would have that effect, and it has. And I hope it continues to 
have that impact. I hope it continues to be a place of reasonable dialogue, honest dialogue, people sharing what they think about Disney World. That's or Disneyland or Disney Cruise Line or Adventures by Disney or whatever. And as long as we remain unofficial, it's going to be that way. Exactly. Exactly. So those are my hopes. My, my fear. Uh, what impact do you fear it could have? Um, I don't think I, I fear it. Fear its impact. I don't think there's any reason to fear its impact. I think sometimes we raise people's expectations of what to get. That's a good point. Disney. That's a very good point. I think you're right, Kathy. I think that, uh, that that certainly does happen, that somebody comes onto the boards and says, I had this particular experience at Disney, and then a whole bunch of people show up hoping to have the same experience. And when they don't, they feel disappointed. And uh, we've talked about this on the show before. This, you know, Some things need to be magical, and to be magical, it needs to be special, and to be special, it needs to be uh, rare uh, sometimes. So everybody kind of expecting... You know, this was the thing with towel animals. This is the first time I really ever saw it in action. There was a time where towel, towel animals weren't done all the time. Really? Yeah. This, you know, you had a couple of housekeepers in a couple of different resorts that, you know, did this as just something extra, just something special. And then, you know, people heard about it on the boards and they went, and this happened to me. I would go stay in a resort and I didn't get towel animals and I didn't feel special. And now it's done pretty commonly. Um, Remember the discussion, can we take our towel animals home with us? <laughs> I mean, it gets, it does get a little crazy. It does get a little crazy. I don't know um, about fear. I think, you know, what I would hope to see, um, you know, and these are always in the plans, is to streamline the information to help people plan their vacations. There's a lot of information on the boards, and some of it's really hard to find. It is. For a first-timer. So maybe streamlining it it's in a way. to find for me. Streamlining it in a way where people can use certain posts and threads and find it easier. Yeah, there's exactly. No, there's no one way to do it, but that's what I would like to say. Anybody else? Thoughts about the boards? Sometimes I fear some of the people that are on the boards. Yeah. Don't be afraid, Teresa. <laughs> they can't see you. They're just a username. Well, they, they just, I know, but sometimes <laughs> okay. they get kind of bitter, and I just want to say, you know what? You know what? Know. The boards are the boards are a cross-section of the population yeah and it's a it's a cross-section of the population without the edit button that most people use in face-to-face conversations there's a lot of things that are said on the board you know a lot of nasty stuff said on the board that people would never say right face to face true um there's that you know hiding behind that anonymity hiding behind that that sense of of you know i'm here in the comfort of my house and you really can't get to me type yeah. And you don't have to like everybody. You don't have to agree with everybody. No. And that's that's what always upsets me when I see the cake and the pie getting thrown around and whatever they turn it into. Well, it's funny when you think about what are you talking about? You're talking about Disney, and it spirals into these nasty conversations where people argue over things at Disney, and you think, guys, it's Disney. And for the yeah. longest time, for the longest time, I thought this was an anomaly to our boards, and it's not. Uh, you know, I have relationships with uh, the owners of other uh, large discussion forums, not Disney, um, other topics. And, you know, whenever I talk to these people, it's the, we all have the same stories. 
We all have the same story, same experiences, same everything. I mean, it's just so common. Uh, and I, I think a lot of it has to do – I think that that is going to get better as time goes on. I think you've got a generation of children now being raised where this is a part of how they communicate and how they socialize. For the vast majority of adults – no, for all adults, uh, anybody over 30, uh, you didn't grow up with this. No. You didn't grow up with this. So I think there is a, a – I, I think it does make a difference. So I think – as the younger generation becomes the older generation, you're going to start seeing some of that dynamic change. But right now, right now, the Internet is pretty much the Wild West when it comes to verbal assaults. Um, and, uh, you know, it does have it does have reach. It does have impact. People forget that there are actually living, breathing human beings on the other end of these computers that have that feelings, have feelings. Uh, right. that can be hurt. And what and you say can be copied and pasted over and over again. It's always it's not out like there, a, right? Yeah. Yeah. Once you post it, it's there for life. Yeah, pretty much. Things have a things have a long shelf life. Phineas and Ferb say, if you wouldn't say it in person, don't do it on the internet. Wow. Phineas and Ferb are wise. Whoever the hell Phineas and Ferb are. <laughs> takes a lot of people. I watch a lot of Disney Channel. <laughs> Disney, Disney and then it's like a little message they do. And they say, you know, like they show them doing like a silly little dance in their room and it gets put on the internet. And they're like, oh, no. And it's like, if you wouldn't do it in person, then don't do it What's on the internet. What's their name? <laughs> Phineas and Ferb. Oh, is that, that's their poor name? <laughs> so, well, thank you very much for that, Amy Lynn. I have one from uh, Sarah McWhorter on the Facebook page. If for some reason Disney World was forced to close, what attraction and meal would you need to do before they close the park? The last attraction and last meal question. Mine would be a... Um, I've never had that question. I knew me mine. neither. The, the, attra- the attraction for me as a whole would be the World Showcase. I would... That's th- picking more than one thing. No, it w- I wouldn't do Cheater. everything in the World Showcase. I would stroll through the World Showcase and end my meal at Bistro de Paris. I would have to say uh, Last Attraction would have to be Pirates. It's my favorite. Pirates are sore, and I would have to. But uh, Last Meal, if we're talking all of Disney World, not just the theme parks. (sighs) Wow. Where would I have my last meal? Probably Yachtsman. I've come to love Yachtsman Steakhouse. I figured you would say that. Really come to love Yachtsman Steakhouse. Yanni? Last ride would be Big Thunder Mountain. Not Big Thunder Mountain. Splash Mountain. It's not a roller coaster. <laughs> it's not a roller coaster. It's a water ride. And I'm tough on the last the last meal. We just had a... Fa- not just. Uh, we recently had a fantastic meal at Bistro de Paris. However, I'm also torn between that and Arcusis. Hmm. So I don't know. It would be tough to pick just one. It would be tough to pick just one. Uh, I my last attraction would be It's a Small World, and my last meal would be at Chico. Jules, I would say Soren for sure. Even though I don't like the orange smell. Can really? I change I love my last orange. attraction? No, nope. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna anyway. I would say my last attraction would be the monorail ride. Oh, oh, okay. Um, meal would have to be bistro. It's the best meal I've ever had on property. Really, I have to try that out. I still haven't done that yet. It's one I think about quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Teresa, for sentimental reasons, it would probably be Small World or Dumbo, something original 
that was there. That was where I was going with it, yeah. Yeah, it'd be something quaint and from the beginning kind of a thing. And my meal wouldn't actually be a set-down meal. I'd just be grazing through the little fast stuff up Main Street. I'd Turkey a candy shop. And- yeah, I'd go over the little <laughs> kitschy, you know. Interesting. Casey's. I wouldn't, because... No. Casey's hot dogs suck, Teresa. Well, I know, but I'm just saying, just I'd go for the atmosphere. I'd be going for... Location, you know, location, she'd location. She'd go to the bakery and to the ice cream parlor. Yeah, I'd just be trolling for food and riding the little rides. Food. And if I was in Disneyland and it was closed, and it'd be the storybook canal and all, I'd stay in Fantasyland. See, I, I, it would be Mr. Toad for me, but it said world, so... Oh, okay. Dumbo, then. Okay. Give me a hot dog and put me on Dumbo. <laughs> That's a quote. Yeah, really. <laughs> Give me a hot dog, put me on Dumbo. Tag fairy. <laughs> Kathy, what about you? It would be Journey into Imagination. No yes. way. Uh, they, you know, the, the rumors of them closing Journey or doing something. She's been crying herself to sleep. Chained to the building. <laughs> Starting in teary-eyed over there. And my meal would be Trails End. Really? Just for, you know, the homey feeling. Kathy, is there any place on, on Disney property you haven't eaten yet? Oh, there's loads of places I haven't eaten. Well, is, is there one that stands out as some place you'd like to try? California Grill. Really? Mm-hmm. Of all the places, California Grill? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't, I don't know why. It just is. Great food. I thought the food was great. When was it they brought back Lights of Winter? <laughs> oh, I'd be the first one standing there. Right? What's that? That must have been before my time. You're just waiting time. to push that button. It was. Yeah. It was. I'm waiting for it to go off. <laughs> They're going to close known, Journey and Lights of Winter. If I would have known Discuss. they were going to close it down, I would have been there as they were tearing the posts down. Oh, wait. Pounding your yeah. chest, rocking okay. back and forth and crying. Yes. You got it. Keening on that walkway to chaining yourself. Like, staring at the sky. Chaining yourself to it like it's a giant redwood. <laughs> Walter, what about you? I think it would be Soren and I was actually going to say the California Grill. Because the time you really love that, yeah, that was really a fantastic meal. I really enjoyed that. So, speaking of fantastic meals, we just recently went back to the Bull and Bear, and I think we might have had one of the best meals ever. What's the Bull and Bear? That's the steakhouse at the Waldorf Astoria. Oh, and we just had one of our best meals ever. You had a crappy time the first time. Right? No, we no, liked it the first time. time. No, no, no it was, Walter it was, and I it was had you, a. That's right. And I can't say crappy. It just it it, it was uh, not up to standard. The service was bad and the food was mediocre. And it's a very expensive restaurant. Yeah, so I, I mean, four of us, four of us. That bill was almost five hundred dollars for four people. So uh, we're gonna try it, but we need to try Yachtsman first. You haven't eaten at the Yachtsman. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm stunned you haven't eaten at the Yachtsman yet. I enjoyed Yachtsman. I guess those I guess those nights get rare when you have kids. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should make that a date night. That would yeah. be that'd be nice. It'd be so, hard to cut a steak while Ferris is sitting me. on my lap. Yeah, trust me, the lobster bisque. Ooh, the yeah. lobster bisque is sent from Jesus. That was good. To as a gift to man, <laughs> it is so good. So, okay. all right, uh, I have one here, an interesting one uh, from Darren. Shoot, I believe, is how he pronounces his last name. I'm sorry if I'm getting that wrong. Uh, do you guys look forward every week to getting together and doing the show, or is it more like a job? I was scared you were going to ask that one. Oh, yes, I saw that. It's both. Go first. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's okay to be honest. Yeah, if you both. feel like it's a job, it's the okay. The preparation to get here is the job. Right. Once you're here, I enjoy it. Exactly right. I, I got to tell you, um, you know, uh, 
coming on, com- heading into this vacation that we, Walter and I just were on, uh, I was, I, I, one of the first things I looked at him and said, okay, no show for three weeks. Oh, hallelujah. But I got to tell you, I really missed it. I really, real of all the things I missed, you know, being away from home for two weeks. And whenever I travel, this is the same thing. You know, the, the one week without the show is okay. Um, it, it's nice to it's nice to not uh, you know not do the show for a week and not be sick, right? Because um, normally there's illness involved, or there's something else going on, so it's not free time, right? right exactly. Like last week mm-hmm. for us wasn't free time; it was crazy busy. Um, of all the things I do as part of my job, this is the most enjoyable. This me. is easy once you get here. Yeah, but we all have to put things in place to get here. Exactly. This is from- you know, all of us who work from home. So podcast day is we need to leave the house. Right. We need to get dressed. Yeah. And, and, that, and that answer to that question changes week to week for me. If it's a busy week with a lot of crap going on, then I'm thinking, God, don't, I don't want to go do the podcast. I don't want to go do the podcast. I get asked the same thing all the time. Well, isn't it like having a day off? No. Because no. my job's home. And, <laughs> and, and, and when you get home, you still have to do all that stuff that right, you didn't exactly. get to do while you're sitting here. It work at night. Yeah, now. see, because for us, we get a babysitter. Yeah. Normally when you get a babysitter, you go and do something really fun. Yeah. And now that this isn't, you know, right, it's, it's enjoyable, but I mean, it's, it's not like, a night out. The whole time we're here, it's great. But knowing when I get in the car, I got to go home and everybody's going to say, what's for dinner? Help me with my homework. Wait, I got to check my emails. I got to do everything I didn't do all afternoon. And all the, the, the people that you, who were, uh, the, the clients who yeah. were, come through the travel agency, they're all sitting home waiting for us in our email queue. But the, the podcast itself is fun. Mm-hmm. 99.9% of the time. It's a it's a fun time, good time. We have a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It's it, people well, wouldn't listen to us if we didn't have a good time and didn't have a good camaraderie with each other. Right? Do you know what else comes as a surprise to me? How tired I am when we're done with this. Oh, oh my, my god! god. Uh, Absolutely. It, it's but you know this is something I noticed when I was younger. I did a lot of public speaking, and I would, you know, there were times that I did things in front of thousands of people. Uh, and I would notice that I would go up sometimes for 10 minutes and do something, you know, give a presentation or whatever, and then get off stage and feel like I was going to pass out. I was so exhausted. And it happens with this show all every oh, single day. I thought week. it was just me. No. I mean, Tuesdays at 6, I rain from across, I lay across the bed with the laptop when I get home. It's well, like, let, okay. let me, I mean, a normal recording day for us runs between four and four and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Um, from the time we get in, get settled, start recording, take Catch breaks, <laughs> take breaks in between shows, do all that stuff. We run about four, four to four and a half hours. Uh, today will be one of those four and a half hour days. Mm-hmm. Uh, how often do we sit? Does anybody sit for four and a half hours and talk in the same seat? In the same seat to each other, we're having to be focused because there's stuff that we have we have to engage. I mean, it's not this is not passive conversation. This is engaged conversation usually. So, on top of that, we unless find, there's a rant, we find yeah. that I find that we get up earlier on podcast day because it's an hour drive for us. And, and I find the thing is we have to do before same thing with everybody else. You have this stuff you have to do before yeah. you can leave the right. house. So it's not just the four or five hours you put in here. Yeah, it's a, several hours before, several hours after. Well, you see, for me, it's funny because I obviously it's done in my home, so it's uh, it's a little different for me. But I have to think what I end up thinking about is the night before. Obviously, well, you know, I do prep work a couple of days before the show get an idea of what we're going to do, prepare whatever needs to be prepared, get the script together, all that stuff. But 
like the night before, I'm like, okay, we're doing the show at one, which means I have to be awake no later than ten, <laughs> which means I have to be in bed by, you know, no, you three. You really psych yourself out. Well, it's it's like I have to think of this stuff because I know how much lead time I need to be awake and dressed yeah. and showered when you people arrive, and in a good mood, and in a good mood. <laughs> um, and, you know, there's a brief window <laughs> here for that. So I have to, you know, I have to. Uh, so because for me, I'm a night owl. And it's not unusual for me to be up until four, too. four or five yeah. o'clock in the morning. I, 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 I fear I made him that way, though. I fear no, that. This job makes you that way. It does. It does. Um, the phone so doesn't, is asleep at night. The phone doesn't ring. The phone see, doesn't ring. For Corey, though, he's gotten better that after the kids go to bed, he finally is coming and sitting with me. And we conversate or we do like, whatever, right, watch TV. And then. <laughs> <laughs> and then he waits until I pass out on the couch, and then he does whatever he needs to do. The other question is, Pete usually sends an email out a day or yeah, two before that's this. what I was going to say. What do you have to talk about? And I think unless I really have a specific mm-hmm. topic, the idea to me is I, I know we'll never be without something to talk about. Yeah. Never. I can't tell you. I mean, uh, you know, this, uh, this week's discussion show is a great example. I had planned to do my... Uh, uh, my review of the Grand Floridian. Um, videos ready, photo galleries ready. I've got all my notes. The blog is half written. I just didn't have everything organized where I felt it was ready for the show. So you know what? I said we'll do it next week, and we had a hour and a half show. So is never because that was a concern in the very beginning right. that you know were we going to be able to find mm-hmm. things to talk about every week? Could we fill an hour? Yeah. No problem. But y'all look for those emails Sunday night or sometime on Monday. You get that email from Pete. This week's show is the title. Yeah. Yeah. And when you don't get it by Monday afternoon, you're thinking, oh, God, something's wrong. He's sick again. I do have to tell you, changing it from a Tuesday recording schedule screws up our whole week. Me too. Because I can't be here. You yeah. know, I mean, and especially, you know, I have my week is very planned with the children. And exactly. on Wednesday, that's therapy day. You know, he has two therapy sessions yeah. on that day. And that's just impossible. For yeah. Me. Wednesdays are one hard of us for us not too to be because there. the girls get out of school early that day. So it kind of changes the whole dynamics of the day. Because you've kind of got this blocked out every week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So now, Kathy, what about you? Job or uh, enjoyable? No, it's just pretty much what everybody else has said. It's, you know, it's fun when we all get here. It's like, you know, you're all old friends, but it's the preparation. Max thinks that's true, too. Max is agreeing. Actually, I think it's UPS with the, the, with the final shipment of uh, souvenirs. Shipped all the stuff we final bought. Final shipment. This will be the third. Oh, Lord. Fourth, please. excuse me, fourth. Oh, my gosh. The other thing I people ask all the time, do you ever... Would you hold these conversations anyway? It would be very rare for all of us to be in this place without this show. Yeah. It's very rare that we're all ever in the same place. And we never have four hours to sit and just chat. No. Never. But, but how many times do we come in this room on Tuesdays and we start talking and Pete says, "Hold it, save, save it for the show. Save it for the show. Yeah. Yep. Because we're, we're already talking about... I don't, done I don't want the juice to leave the conversation. Yeah. I actually look forward to our pre-show banter where we talk about TV shows that we all watch yep, or, yep. you know, like what's happening with week, the kids right. and stuff like that. So It's become, you know. it has become that, it, it's weekly had a huge impact on the business overall because it's, uh, you know, prior to this, we did not do this. It'll be, it'll be five years uh, it'll be five years in next uh, August 
Well, it's just nice to get up, put clothes on, and slap some makeup on and leave the house. Well, not At least you us, put makeup on. Not all of us talk on the phone. We all send emails to each other, but yeah. we don't all you know, have phone conversations. Uh, you know, the, the, it'll be five years in August that we've been doing this, next August. <laughs> and prior to that, the occasions where we all got together like this right. were almost non-existent. A party this, you held in December. Exactly. I, I it's it's we've all I think we've all gotten to know each other much better this way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We actually have become friends because you know, better friends I should say because not only, we're not just like, "Oh, how are you?" and nice to each other. I mean, you know, we have arguments like real people do, like friends do. And we still come back together and we still care about each other and love each other because that's what friends are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> is that the way it is, John? What? I said arguments. I said we have arguments. I should have zoned in an argument. <laughs> I saw you zoning out over there. Blah 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 blah. Which, in my opinion, is a test of a true friend. Right? Yeah. You know, it's true. It's just nice to see faces once a week. Walter, how about you? Other than your children uh, and Kevin. I think Walter's perspective <laughs> on this is probably a little bit different. Um, so, what what do you? What do you think? Is this a chore or is it? Be honest. You can be honest. It's, it's okay. different sitting back here. Back here, then you're not part of it, so it doesn't matter. I have to totally oh. agree with that. I do yeah. not like the peanut gallery. I don't even want to be here if I have to be back there. <laughs> I'm being honest. <laughs> and like I said, I, I can't hear myself through the microphones. So I can't through those particular headphones. We've got to figure out what's wrong with your headphones. Yes, it is a different perspective. Walter, there. why don't you take them off? <laughs> Well, then I can even hear myself even less without my uh, headphones. Yeah, it's a different. If you don't have something to say and you're not at the actual table, it is a totally different experience. It's, uh, you know, especially for Walter, because, you know, for the most of the time that uh, the show, when we first started the show, Walter was working for the Department of Corrections. And how, how long has it been now? About a year and a half, two years? You've been doing the show. Oh, it's been more than two years. About two years, yeah. I prefer it when he says when I was at the jail. Yeah, when he says, yeah, when I was at the jail. I've had people say, oh, my God, what happened? Like, no, he worked there. He wasn't, like, incarcerated. (laughs) When I did probation as opposed to when I was a probation officer. Yes. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, so it it is, it's, uh, uh, sometimes it's a little of both, but, you know, at least for me, uh, almost always a labor of love. Almost always. So. Would it be better if we got like a kitty table back there? No, I think we need to. I, I need. It's, it's we need to have a carpenter. We have, need to have a carpenter come in and build a table. table. I'm going to ask Dad to do it when he comes. He can do all that stuff. Oh, okay. It's just a matter oh, of could. not being able to say what you, you know, want to say without having to be like, oh, where's the microphone? You know, well, you're when you're used to sitting here up there. Like I like a picture if you're passing it around, and sometimes you don't think about it when you're up there. But if you're back here and it never comes back here. Then you just feel like yeah, it's hurtful. I'm. We're sorry. No, we didn't mean it. Just, no, but it's good though. It's yeah. good to say. It's, it's good to say. Did on purpose? You know, he no, no, because no, I've, I've done it myself. I've passed stuff around, and then later I, I realize, wow, I never did show Teresa or Max or. Yeah, I do. I want to get rid of the peanut gallery. Who wants I to really look at Corey's do. Back That's home. actually a goal: is to get rid of the peanut well, gallery. The Let everybody be at the table. Be for guests. I think. Yeah. If you have guests yeah. who come and want to. The only reason there's a peanut gallery is because if we tried to fit anybody else around this table, we'd be sitting on each other's laps. We have room for all the snacks they send. So. Oh, Dad, I, I, he can do it. So I don't know. Now, the only thing is, do you want to buy a new table in case it doesn't work out, or do we want to just hit this one? And no, I, it needs to be built from scratch. We need to get wood and 
build a proper. He could do. It. We need to get wood. He's like it, manly. It needs to be. It needs to be <laughs> built. It, it's going to have to be. Cu- it. It's something that has to be. It's something that has to be custom built. Dad can do it. Okay. But you got to give him direction, Wayne or Walter. Sorry, go on, I'll call you Wayne. You got to give him direction because if you don't, you end up with something bizarre. I know it's in the girls' closet right now. <laughs> okay, I asked for bookshelves for Max when he was just toddling. He was like Ferris's age. I want something to an inch side shelf. You know, mm-hmm. so it was like three shelves. Exactly. Where he could pull books off the shelf. You don't get what he wanted. He brings this thing to me. It was beautiful. I painted it um, bright, bright yellow, put it in Max's room. He came over to look at it. He says, You have it upside down. I said, What? Because he put this wonderful molding on it. And I, so after he left, I turned it the other way, and it looked stupid because he'd put this lip around the edge where a child couldn't pull anything off the shelf if they wanted to. So I was like, okay, this is weird. So you put it back upside down? I put it back upside down. That's the way it is right now. So. As long as he has direction. All right. Well, Darren, thank you. Thank you for the question. I have one from Mar Bear. Which Disney character is the most elusive in terms of merchandise? Hmm. I don't have an answer for it. Okay. I. Right away. Do have one. Okay. You guys know I like the Aristocats. But. They favor two characters, and that would be Marie, the daughter, and Duchess, the mother. Where are the sons? Yeah. Where are the two boy cats, yeah, Toulouse, I and I, I can't remember the other one's name. But it's yeah. it's weird. You know, if I were a child and a fan of that movie, I'd want all of those characters, and, and not the, just the little Tomcat. What's his name? O'Malley. Yes. O'Malley. Yeah. O'Malley the Alley Cat. Yeah. So I completely pulled that out. <laughs> <laughs> really, O'Malley. We have a little O'Malley and a little the little two, the mom and dad. Oh, okay, Duchess. Duchess, yeah. But well, kids. he's not the father. He's well, more whatever. like a stepdad. Stepdad, whatever. <laughs> Street kids. I think I'm going to have to watch some of these movies because I don't know what I'm missing. Oh, the Aristocats. Yeah. Oh no, my God. It's another one I haven't. Max seen. used to watch that for hours. I mean, there are characters that you can't find. And that was just last on. week. Yeah. <laughs> but there are characters you can't find anything on because they're ancillary characters in a movie. I think they mean. Major characters, right? Wouldn't that be? Well, I mean, my favorite character is Donald. I can find him everywhere, so you know, I don't look so past him. Care. You don't look past him. But can anyone else think of um, the only one I could think of is Bambi? I see more Thumper merchandise than I see Bambi. You know, you're right. Yeah, you don't really Bambi. see a lot of Bambi. I mean, every once in a while, you see Bambi on a T-shirt or whatever. I mean, obviously, they can't have the character out there right i mean that yeah well how about dumbo is there dumbo dolls out there oh yes yeah, yeah, yeah. you haven't seen the baby dumbo with the ears that wrap around him oh, oh he's adorable See, they, that with they made here's the thing i don't like about disney though they've tur- turned every character every princess into a baby princess you know yeah and it's a little like weird that. here's baby bell wrapped up Should in they have weird blanket. eyes and stuff yeah and here's baby whatever i just just keep it regular keep it straight you know, let's move on. I have uh, Kathy. Do they still have a lot of figment merchandise? If you're in Epcot, well, yeah, some of the stores do. Yeah. I mean, because I loved figment growing up, and you know, I can remember him being everywhere when I was there. But I don't notice him as much now. I don't think Epcot utilizes figment enough. It seemed for a time that figment was the ambassador to Epcot. Yes, and yeah. that's, he's sort of not that anymore. They've come out with a more T-shirts with figment mm. on it over the last couple of years. Personally, I like the hat with the orange horns. <laughs> I had one. <laughs> no, 
They seem to keep pulling out new characters that they create for TV and stuff. And you see a lot of that stuff now. Which is fine. Which is fine, yeah. But that's what what drives the merchandise. Oh, I know. It's like that's what goes in the happy meal. But then one day those are going to be not on TV anymore. And then all that merchandise is obsolete, you know, if you have it. To, in my opinion, if the show's not on anymore, is your kid really going to care? Well, that's like Kim Possible. It's a huge hit, but it's only on, on TV at once, say, once a week I have at 2 a.m. I've never seen it on TV. You know? And we used to watch it all the time, years ago. And right. I was, was kind of shocked when that came out. Thinking, so it's weird that they still have that Kim Possible adventure when they don't which, which show Which came it. after the show. Yeah. You know, after the show was already, you know, come and gone. So. I don't mind that they have new characters based on the show. Don't be making up new characters like Doofus the Bear or whatever the heck his name is. Oh, <laughs> oh, yes. The weird yeah, bear at Epcot. What's that about? Duffy. Duffy. Where did he come from? Mickey has a teddy bear. Minnie. Uh, Japan, isn't it? Minnie sewed this teddy bear for Mickey on for his first voyage on his sailboat or something. There's a whole big story. And there's supposed to be a Duffy Rice Krispie treat. I want to go over tomorrow and see Ooh. if I can have a, a bear treat. It's good that he she has a hobby. Bear <laughs> <laughs> Rice Krispie Tree. Or I could mention the the Disney Channel Rocks show that opened last week. You know, High School Musical now is going away, so now they've put the Jonas yeah. Brothers in there. It's like, come on, people. They're good. You know? Well, Phineas and Ferb, boy, they were at Downtown Disney this weekend, weren't they? They were. Yeah. Well, that S- Hannah Sunday Montana afternoon. merchandise is going too, since Miley Cyrus has grown up. Well, the show's ending. I mean. But she, that's because she's not a kid she's, anymore. Yeah, she's 29, yeah. She, <laughs> well, she's not 29, but... It's like but, a cast They're all in their 30s at this point. Yeah, so, I don't know. But I think Mulan is a little elusive. Yeah, As far right. as merchandise? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like her. I love that movie. Yeah, and I think they weren't the hits that The Lion King and Aladdin were. That's why. But they're still popular characters among the girls. Oh, they are absolutely. That they should be included with this little princess group, and they're not really as included as much. They're like secondary princesses. Yeah. yeah. It was. uh, (laughs) And Mulan (laughs) is one bad chick. (laughs) Yeah, she. I mean, she's impressive, and I think that little girls should, you know, be impressed by her and want to be like Mulan and not like these. Never mind. Oh, I just want to find a handsome prince. <laughs> There's no <laughs> other handsome prince. Okay, this has just gone completely <laughs> off the rails. So As uh, we have one from, let me see, which one do I want to read? Uh, Kevin Yen asks, when was the last time you did something for the first time? What was it? Wow. I lo- that's why I love Facebook to Facebook. I love questions like this. Uh, it was last week. <laughs> When we went to the Southwest, never been anywhere out there, never seen anything like it. Uh, and actually, I spent two weeks walking around going, God, there are places outside of Disney World I can vacation and enjoy, um, which was a real revelation for me. Um, what about you, Teresa? When was the last time you did something for the first time? It wasn't that long ago. It was in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Was it your first time traveling alone? Yes, it was. It was my very first time traveling alone. Um, it a little, was. A little bit of an adjustment doing that? It was. It started out 
um, I don't know if any of you read my trip report. It started out a little rough. You know? Yeah, yeah, I thought you were going to commit suicide. Like the I first know. couple of days, I was like, <laughs> "Well, it was oh raining." Because I'm was like, alone. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying to Walter, I'm like, "Okay, I, here I thought I was doing something nice." You know, I had a, Walter okay. and I had to cancel our portion, so you know, no reason she shouldn't go. No, Let's, go you know, into the rooms, it. The rooms, the rooms, all taken care of. Little notes from. Stella. Oh, that's what kills me. It's, it's like, like, okay, please everybody. don't send those anymore. Suicide prevention. It's like really. I was like, oh <laughs> my like, god, okay, I'm gonna, I can't open these anymore because <laughs> she was just breaking your little heart, you know. But no, it was it was first time traveling alone, first time at Disneyland. Some of the rides I'd never been on before. I'm tearing up. Here it comes <laughs> <laughs> tissue. Intern, get me a tissue. But, uh, she Teresa, literally is tearing look, up over there behind the computer. Okay. And I want you to know that the intern has not moved a muscle. I know he doesn't. <laughs> He's immune to the tears. <laughs> it takes a lot to warm up to being on your own on a trip. I've it does, but there so. are things uh, uh, when you're alone you can do that you really can't. You're not free to do. Ew. Oh, Ew. Stop. <laughs> you're not free to do. You don't have to worry about visual. Know, visual. Okay, close stop. The you don't have to worry about you know <laughs> wanting to do what someone else wants to do in the park. So you don't have to worry about someone else's you know what they want for dinner. It was if I didn't want to eat dinner, I ate a bag of caramel corn. You know, and I didn't have to worry about anybody else. Health food. Yeah. You know, if I wanted to just. You weren't having to be an example. You could no, do that. And I could and do it without Stella being like, why can't to... I have caramel corn for supper? Really? You know, <laughs> it just whatever you wanted to do. It's so traveling alone is a is a totally different world. It's a very different experience. And I'll do it again, Pete. Let me just bring it on. <laughs> okay. Bring it on. What about I you? Can only, I can only think of what Corey has done for the first time. Ooh. Surfing. Yeah. There we go. Thanks. <laughs> I'm digging in my head. How horrible something. is that? I can only think about what my kids and Corey have done for the first you time. Go surfing, Coco. Yeah, this is my yeah, new, Corey's new hobby. How long did you? Instead, instead of that, I had a. I was either going to do surfing or golf. But if I was, this is to get me away from the computer for a little spurt of time. But if I was playing golf, I'd be on my phone the entire time. This way I can leave it on shore. He, but he's looking around for waterproof cases for the phone now. However, <laughs> there's very few drowning deaths on the golf course. So. <laughs> or shark attacks. Or shark How attacks. long were you up on the board first time? Up and down. Really? Yeah. It was a, the waves were pretty low. I went from one extreme to the other. I went when the waves were pretty flat. Then I went when there was a hurricane out there. And there were like six-foot waves. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> really? Yeah. Cool. Julie, I mean... You had your first child last that's, year. That's the only thing I can think of. That's pretty major. I know, but it's not like... <laughs> Jeez. But but that was two years ago, almost. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. everything since then has been firsts. Right, yeah, exactly. First time in the park with your small children. Yeah. Yeah, Julie had a lot of firsts. firsts. Yeah. How about you, Kevin? When was the last time you did something no, for the first time? I've done it all before. <laughs> oh, jaded. I've done that. Jaded bitter, some, party of one. I get to do something different every time I do a new restaurant review. Well, we went to uh, Bistro de Paris a couple of weeks ago. Never been there before. New restaurant. Kevin Living Rose. with John. Oh, no, wait, that'd be difficult, not different. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That was good, Teresa. Not difficult at all. Really? Yeah. Can, do I get to pick Teresa's next destination? <laughs> <laughs> no, you just get to pay for it. A week in Poughkeepsie in February. <laughs> What about you? Oh, you just said Bistro. Walter. Uh, I mean, if you're going by things like that, I would have to say the uh, the Waldorf. That was well, that was a real different experience. The Waldorf and the Hilton being together and walking back and forth and 
That was just a real different experience. Yeah, getting in the water. In yeah, going yeah, in the pool. That should have been yours, Teresa. That should have yeah. been yours. I thought about that. Children running up to me with pails of water thinking I was a <laughs> whale who beached himself. Keep him alive. Pull him back into the water. He's dying. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping into the pool and having him refill. I'm sorry. That's the Anderson routine. Push him back into the water. He's dying. Kevin just played a clip of him talking about doing a water slide. No, that was um, Panette. Oh, John um, Panette. John oh, he's Panette. funny. He talks about going to a water park and he said, I expected there to be slides. You know, we slides. He said, there's no slides. He, they push you off the edge and it's, Shh, ah! <laughs> And then he says, I got to that little pool at the bottom. Oh, the horror. <laughs> Those people shouldn't have been there. <laughs> <laughs> he makes me laugh. He's funny. He's funny. He does a bit on Disney World that is 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 very is very blue, but it's funny. But um, so, what, what about you, Miss Kathy? Well, probably the the big change was I was a person who hated change with a passion. That I, you know, if I had a certain kind of a car, I'd buy the same kind of a car the next time, same kind of shoes. And after my husband died change was thrust upon me and I found out you know it's actually a good thing and if if things hadn't happened I wouldn't be here at Disney because I used to make fun of people who came to Disney but every time that we happened, mock the things we are to become yes and so are you buying new shoes or are those still the same ones <laughs> no you just keep I see Kathy same, in different shoes <laughs> you keep buying the same kind because you like them but every time I go to the parks I always try to do something that I've never done before you know and I still haven't seen it all yet. Cool. It's a good idea to try to always, you know, because life gets boring if you do the same things mm-hmm. over and over and over. It does. I went in the tequila cave for the first time, but wow. I didn't have a margarita. I, I took care of uh, Walter's fish while he was gone this time for the first time. Usually it's been Kelvin or Max, and that's a whole life in itself. Oh, God, yeah. They even say, I don't know who, who they is, but they say that if you <laughs> if you drive the same way to work every day, every once in a while, you should take a different path. I'll go around the couch the other way <laughs> to get to my desk. <laughs> Jump over the couch. Okay, now another topic off the rails. Go ahead, Corey. Um, this comes from Sam Maracini. Where is the best location in Walt Disney World to get a family Christmas card photo taken, Christmas season and off Christmas season, excluding the park icons? So, no, you know, there's that the cute little snow scene out back behind the art of Disney. I know, I know what you're talking about. Um, downtown, downtown Disney. Downtown Disney. Yeah. yeah, out back there, there's a little kitty fountain, oh, and yeah. there's a really yeah. cute little snow scene. Snowman, with, and, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There's also a really cute snow scene in um, Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios by the uh, or by Mama Melrose, yeah, right. in that area. I would also say remember to. Oh, I know whose phone that is. Classic ring. I have that same ring, but it's not mine. No, no it's it was Walter's. Walter's. No. It was Walter's. No. Anyway, bring your Christmas hats with you, and you could make a Christmas picture just about anywhere. You have a Christmas mm-hmm. hat. You know, the Santa hat. Santa oh, Santa hat. Okay. Uh, we have one that's a Christmas tree that lights up. That we get all kind of comments when we walk through the. Park. I'm sure you do. <laughs> Break. My favorite place to take a picture at Disney for Christmas is at the Polynesian in front of the waterfall. Oh. 
because everybody else is thinking cold and snow, and I'm showing you that it's yeah. nice and warm. I would say one of the resorts. Yeah, do it on one of I the beaches. I haven't sent out Christmas cards in like 18 years. The fireplace in front. I, I write them up. I just never get them sent out. Well, you all know that I do. I stopped even pretending. The other uh, uh, There's the fireplace in the lobby of the Wilderness Lodge, which is mm-hmm. nice also. Mm-hmm. Any other suggestions? I like spots around the World Showcase. The um, There was one at, in Italy behind one of the stores where you really can't tell where you are, mm. except it looks very Italian. I like... How about... I don't know how the picture would come out, but... Um, in Osborne Lights with the snow falling would be kind of cool. Would the picture come out there? Mm-hmm. There's a thing that says joy to the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting things at Fort Wilderness because they go all out. You could be in front of somebody's really, really decked out campsite. Decorated, yeah. Decorated campsite. Pretending so. it's your campsite. Yeah, no one would believe me. <laughs> I like outdoor woodsy photos. Yeah. In front of the sleigh that they have. Really? The, on the sleigh? That'd be cool. I think taking a photo at Blizzard Beach is cool because you have the fake snow, the little snowman, but you're in your swimsuits. Taking your, yeah, taking in your swimsuits you know. and sending yeah, it out in December. Yeah, I was going to say, that'd be a fun <laughs> Well, I mean, you don't, you don't have like a cover-up on or whatever, but still the whole idea is that you're in Florida and it's, you know, I it's cool. I think being in your uh, swimsuit being measured for the aqueduct. That's what I like. <laughs> Facing public humiliation. Nothing says the birth of Jesus like some humiliation. Oh, man. Uh, all right, let me see here. Um, all right, I have one here that's self-serving. Uh, Michelle Moody. Pete, I really enjoyed your trip videos. I'm wondering if you use Mac or PC for your video editing and what program you use. Um, Mac, of course, silly woman. Uh, and uh, Final Cut Pro. Final Cut Pro, except for the trailer that I just did for our Southwest Splendors trip, which people are really loving. I'm getting a lot of great feedback on that trailer. That was the new iMovie uh, that was just released last week that did all that cool stuff. So, But uh, any opportunity to talk about video, I will take. So thank you for that, Michelle. Um, let's do another one. Uh, Donnie Ar- Arden? Ardoin? Sorry, Donnie, if I'm mispronouncing it. We're thinking about purchasing DVC if you were going to do it today. Which resort would you choose and why? Well, first I'd have to sedate my husband because he won't let me buy it. Um, <clears throat> and uh, for me, I would, I would buy at Bay Lake Towers right now. I love Old Key West, don't get me wrong. Old Key West is beautiful. It was my first DVC experience. And I wouldn't turn down an opportunity to buy there. But if I had my choice, Bay Lake Towers, um, uh, I really really enjoyed that when we stayed there uh, last year. How about you guys? What would you pick for DVC? Is Grand California an option? Sure. Okay, that's where I'd be. Really? Yeah. I don't like the Grand California. Wilderness Lodge Villas. Oh, of course. John John already owns at Old Key West, so we've got his answer. Uh, I have my standard answer for this. I don't see the value of buying into a specific resort. I understand the 11-month window. I get it. You don't have to explain it to me over and over again. Buy the cheapest you can buy. Those points are the same if you pay $50 for them resale or if you pay $114 for them. And that 11-month window really 
becomes more important for holidays, right. things like that. You want to be here on Christmas, or you want to be here on New Year's Eve, abs- and you want to stay at Bay Lake Towers, absolutely. But if you can get them resale for... But there's, this, there's that, that's, I think it, it comes down really more from less a practical thing than more of a, you know, a, a pride of ownership thing mm-hmm. um, in, you know, I own Bay Lake Towers, I own Old Key West. It's kind of a statement, yeah. of, a statement of, of, of pride. I've only seen, I think, Old Key West and... Bay Lake Tower and Animal Kingdom, but I would say Old Key West. Old Key West is gorgeous. It really is. Alani for me. Oh, Mr. Surfboard. Cool. Yeah. Can we give me away? It'd be a vacation, yeah, really. actually. Yeah, sure would. Sure <laughs> would. Work there. There's internet there. <laughs> There's it's internet Hawaii. There's it's internet not, and Disney. It's not like a third world country. <laughs> right. Really. They can't find me. It's not like driving down the street, you know? Go ahead, Corey. What do you got? Oh, next one? Yeah. Moving on? Yeah. All right, this one comes from Lori Holland. I've been, I haven't been to the beach in about 30-something years. That's just sad. I'd like to take a day off from Walt Disney World and go to the beach. Advice on which one, please? We have some close ones and we have some far ones. Oh. I prefer, um, I like Cocoa Beach. I, we like New Smyrna. These are both on the east coast of Florida. Now the water is a little dirtier, I would say. If you if you want blue or clear water, I would go to Clearwater Beach over towards Tampa. And so, St. Pete area. Walter has a personal favorite. With, uh, Canaveral National Seashore. We went there. We went to Cocoa Beach. It was really crowded. The water was kind of dirty. We went to Canaveral National Seashore. The water was a lot cooler. It was uh, there was no people there. It was really nice. It's but the only thing is the only thing there is bathrooms. I was just going to say it's a beautiful beach. Oh, but I don't. If you're looking for a soda or a fudgesicle or a band aid, you're out of luck. If you want to see a natural Florida beach, then it would be. I was going to say I go to the bathroom in the ocean. It's beautiful. If you got to pee, what does it matter? Fish pee in the ocean. Well, there's bathrooms there as previously stated. Julie, you, you'd pee on a fireworks wishes cruise. <laughs> she literally did. I was there. <laughs> what if you wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What if you don't have to pee? <laughs> oh, well, I... Oh, brown trout. That's I do that certain times a day, and that's not usually one of them. <laughs> if you really want to know, Kevin, you asked... <laughs> Now there are now, uh, Good Lord. <laughs> now the uh, New Simona Beach, you can actually drive on the beach. That makes it really convenient. But not like all over the beach. There's only a certain section right. of New Smyrna that you can drive on. But I like New Smyrna for that reason and yeah. it's a lot less commercial than Daytona. Yes. I don't like Daytona. It just I don't um, like Coco. There's a serious drop off in Coco. I find cocoa, and if you, unless you're going, if you're only going as far as a couple of feet in, it's fine. But cocoa's famous for having a real severe drop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know Daytona. Just I, I just like think trash. I just like how close cocoa is. I mean, you can be there, and, and they have a cute yeah. little pier. And I mean, minutes. we go to Fort DeSoto on the um, Gulf side, and that's a real nice place to go. It's it's quieter, but there are places you can get food and drink and things like that. Coco's the closest, right? If you plan your day when the cruise ship takes off, it's nice to be sitting on the beach and seeing a Disney cruise line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I've done that. That's one of the benefits of living here. You wake up in the morning, you go, is it the Gulf or is it the Atlantic? Okay, this comes from Aaron Scott. Settle an argument argument between me and my husband. Should we redo our kitchen or go on our annual trip to Walt Disney World? 
Oh, Disney World, of course. How bad's the kitchen? Yeah, I was thinking do your kitchen. If I could redo but my you kitchen. You live here, though. No, but I'm just saying. Yeah. If Okay, so for me, it'd be like go to Disneyland or redo your kitchen. I'd love my kitchen redone. I'd love, love that. Life's too short. Go to Disneyland. Do you have kids? Life's too short to have a bad kitchen. <laughs> There's a lot of questions involved there, but I think one of the things you have to uh, you have to be practical in life and say, questions, a kitchen's going to last you longer. And, Do part of the kitchen right. and then drive to Disney. Is this the husband asking or the wife? Aaron. Aaron, E-R-I-N. So okay. I think it's a girl. Tell your, husband, tell your husband to go make more money and do both. Ooh. That'll settle an argument. There you go. That, that's how you settle that argument. <laughs> if you loved me, I could do both. If that you usually are Pete, works. that's oh. how it works. <laughs> I need to use that one. If Which, you loved me. It really surprised me that he said Walter wouldn't allow him to have DVC. I didn't think that that worked. Oh, it does. <laughs> it does. Yes. No, a decision, a decision of that magnitude yeah. I wouldn't make without him. And he has a valid point for why we shouldn't do it. There are far more important things we can spend our money on than DVC. And that's actually really good. I need that balance because I will spend all of it. <laughs> I will spend all of it. So having somebody around that kind of reins me in a little bit, although sometimes he's like, like I said, you know, Scrooge McTightwad. Um, but... It's a good. It's a good balance. It's a good balance to my. Maybe I, would to, maybe I would need to see photos of her kitchen to make a better decision. You really send us pictures. Yes. Not <laughs> <laughs> to judge you. Open up your cabinets too. Yeah, really. Let me see your pantry. As someone who recently we just did redid our whole kitchen. I got to tell you, it's really nice. Yes, you guys yeah. did. It's really nice. Jimmy Leonard wants to know if I want him to be my next door neighbor. No. Next question. Does that count? Did he really say that? Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy, you can be Jimmy's, my neighbor. Jimmy yeah, really? Of course I would love to have Jimmy as a neighbor. If for no other reason than to openly mock him when he left the house to go to work. He could be over there at the he kitchen be, sink. Well, no, he could be the shirtless guy. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, uh, cool. Uh, you know, mowing the mowing grass the lawn, next door. The lawn, exactly. Trixie be over here hanging out with Max, the dogs, you know. Okay, interesting question. Let's see what else we have here. I just wanted to see how long you should keep talking. What is your favorite activity on Disney Cruise Line? This comes from Matt Dobrovlosky. I think I said that right. Dobrovolsky. Yeah, Dobrovlosky. You said it right the first time. My favorite activity is leaving the phone in the stateroom. <laughs> Room service. Can't wait to do that. <laughs> my fav- No, hands down, my favorite activity is at spa. I, I knew you were going to say that. The Vista Spa. Amazing spa. Amazing. Although we had, we'll get into it on the ABD show next right. week, but the spot, uh, the Amara in S- Sedona, small but fabulous. Absolutely incredible. Best massage I've ever had. Best massage I've ever had. But I love the Vista spot, particularly the, ste- uh, the Rainforest Room. Oh, that's, a that's a really unique room. I haven't seen anything like that on, in any other spa. The heated ceramic chairs. That's yeah, those heated I ceramic like those chairs. lounge chairs. You've got the three different grades of steam rooms. You've got the aromatherapy showers. Um, and it's co-ed. It's uh, men, and, men and women. Usually in spas, you've got the, the men's area and the women's area. So I like that they you know everybody can kind of share that room. It's really cool. It's beautiful. What about you, Kathy? What's your favorite thing to do on the ship? It's a hot tub. 
Bubble talk. <laughs> I've met more interesting people in the hot tub. It's fun. And caught more diseases. <laughs> well, I've been lucky that way. Well, Kathy likes to boil in chlorine. <laughs> I have to say, I probably do more exercise on the cruise than I do the whole year at home. And it's easy it's, to get to? No, it's not a gym. I don't go to the gym. Oh, I see. I'm up early, usually. And up before him, I would go and have breakfast by myself. And then if he still wasn't that's up. That's exercise. I know. I would that's put, the case. I, I exercise a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish my story. I would put my swimsuit on and go to the pool. And I would swim. Just because no one else would be in the pool. I'd just swim back and forth, back and forth. I love to swim. And it's just something I enjoy. And I getting a pedicure. Was because and watching the sea go by. That too, and that's so everything, basically. No, those are just no. two things. <laughs> what about you, Kevin? What's your favorite thing to do on the cruise? I like to find I have a, a favorite spot to sit on the cruise and I like to get a coffee at the Cove Cafe and read mm, Cove Cafe yes not mm-hmm. sharing my favorite spot either <laughs> mine mine I actually got a free coffee on the last cruise because I went so many times we went so many times we get at least one free coffee oh on the, on the Mediterranean cruise because I was on the ship so much I, I'm not how exaggerating how many cars did you go through I probably got five or six free coffees that's how many <laughs> coffees I bought well, the dude was making me these killer lo- double shot lattes that were just too They're good, good for words. What happens is we end the cruise with five cards with two punches on each one. Because we forget them. See, now with Pete, when they punched him out, they saved all those for the confetti cannons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I used to like just going and hanging out uh, on, in, on the balcony in the stateroom. But I think after the last couple of cruises, finding a lounge chair outside of the Cove Cafe... Watching the ocean, mm-hmm. just sort of relaxing. Right, Kathy Bushman asks question for the entire team: What is your favorite hard ticket event, and why? Hard ticket um, used to be Pirates and Princess Party, but no more. I really enjoyed the Halloween. Uh, Mickey's yeah. not so scary. I really did, but if she didn't specify Disney World, so if I have to go with all of Orlando. Halloween Horror Nights. That's exactly what I was going to say. Halloween Horror Nights. Halloween Horror Nights. Boy, that was a that that is such a consistently great evening. I mean, not for everybody, granted, but um, if you're an adult and you enjoy Halloween scary stuff, that's the place to go. I would say Lanuba. Hmm. It's technically a hard ticket event. I mean, I I love the Halloween party, but. I think the Christmas party is my favorite hard ticket event because I just love Christmas. It's hard to pick. I like being there. I like seeing, you know, Mickey and his Santa hat. I got to go to that this year. It's, yeah, I like the Christmas It's very nice. Too. I think it's more relaxing than the Halloween party because the Halloween party, you're trying to get all the trick-or-treat stations. You're trying to do everything, and the, the Christmas party is a little more relaxing. Yeah, and to me, it, it reminds me of I don't live in the snow anymore. It's, you can this come down here sad. And you, well, but you see it snowing on Main Street, and yeah. you don't have to shovel it, drive through. Or be extremely exactly. cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but or then you're thinking, I miss... because it's soap, Kathy. It's not real soap. <laughs> you don't have to scrape it off your car windshield. See, I have no desire to be in the snow. I miss it sometimes. I just look at This year you're going to be able house. to get to go and throw dwarfs around. Oh, I know. Dwarf throwing. <laughs> Not dwarf throwing. <laughs> it's elf, 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 elf bowling. bowling. Elf bowling. Right. Good lord. You got me saying it. Elf bowling. <laughs> and I'm sure it's not 
actual L's we're bowling with or at. I'm just saying we have this idea that somehow you're either going to be throwing an elf at pins or throwing something at elves. Elves are um, fictional characters. No. Like fairies and witches. <gasps> Don't I've, tell Christine O'Donnell that witches aren't real. I've seen I know, she's me. I get it. <laughs> I've seen Lord of the Rings. You're there's telling me there's program. no hobbits? Not anymore. They're extinct. All right. There's a program that comes out every year that's elf bowling, and every year they improve on it. So every time you say elf bowling, I just think of them going, elf, elf, baby. I think yes. about elf me. You know, when you can make yourself a dancing elf. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, jib jab. Jib jab. Jib jab. So your favorite hard ticket event is elf bowling. <laughs> All right, Corey, why don't you give us one more off the Diz uh, This Facebook comes page. from John Grinold. What ride do you want most to go backstage and see what's behind the magic? So what ride oh, do you want to go? Good question. Okay, just got to say something first. We did the backstage magic tour when our dreams agents were here. And one of the things we got to do was see um, backstage behind Tower of Terror. I was enthralled. We got to see how a car worked. That would be cool, yeah. And we saw them actually loading the vehicle onto the ride. Amazing. So I just went to it that way. I'm, I'm torn between Haunted Mansion and Pirates. It'd be Haunted Mansion yeah, for me. Haunted I would Mansion. like to see Haunted Mansion with the lights on. With all the lights yeah. on. Yeah. I'd like to see yep. the lights on ride. Yep, I'd like to see that. I agree. I agree. Hi, John, by the way. John was on our, John and his wife were on our uh, backstage magic in July. Very cool. Pirates would be cool though too, with all the lights on. Mm-hmm. So any dark ride, I think, would be interesting mm-hmm. to see. Do you think it would totally ruin the magic though if you went there and they turned the lights on? And it was, no, not at all. The haunted mansion was crappy. You think it would ruin? No, it not at all. Haunted mansion was crappy. No, I mean it's all the haunted mansion. Part of it is because it's dark. Yeah, there are illusions. There mm. are lighting effects and things like that. So, but I'd like to see it. With the lights on, so that you could see what little maybe they put in us. Right, mm. creates the magic. I think of the ballroom scene that I want to walk through yeah. there, yeah, and, and look at what's on the table up close. Yeah. When I read this, I thought of your experience behind Soren. Yeah. When you were backstage for that. That was cool. That was really cool. So, all right. Well, I guess that will do it for our show for this week. We hope you enjoyed it. Everybody have a fun and safe Halloween. We'll be back with you next week with another episode of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening, everyone. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. <laughs>